capitalism completely opposes the speed of life mm. like of harmony of the universe I could work 24/7 but I understand through practice that it's really important for me to fill my cup up first in order to come to the work that I do with fullness and aliveness and for me to show up to helping companies to talk about and and measure their sustainability without covering mine as a as an act of in, in authenticity so it's really important for me to be authentic with who I am and how I show up and be in integrity in what that what it is that I'm delivering this is a podcast for you this is a podcast for me this is a podcast for the world we want to see this is an ode to the commons from which we have fallen this is a prayer for our return for the return of a smile for the return for a while to the village to the passion to the expression to the journey to the spirit my name is Aliko i'm an event producer designer photographer coach serial entrepreneur community curator and anti-capitalist somatic historian in this podcast, we explore the many threads of what holds us all in the fabric of life, spirit, business, liberation, music, culture, nature, and more. We the people join you the people for the people podcast. As the founder and CEO of Leverage Lab, Sarah dedicates her time and energy to the intersection of business and sustainability. With 20 years of experience in this field, Sarah helps businesses capitalize on declaring, measuring, and monitoring their impact. She helps companies achieve B Corp certification, honing their ethical business practices and baking them into the DNA of their companies. Her passion for engaging people has gifted her with a vast network and uncanny ability to lead productive workshops, finding ways of working across silos and building collaborations that are in service to a wider agenda. Over the last five years, Sarah has had the pleasure of working with the City of Vancouver, Government of Alberta, Lululemon, H&M, Value Village, Salvation Army, Intuit, UBC, Surfrider Foundation, Social Innovation Generation, Intact Insurance, Vancouver Economic Commissions, Vancouver Pride Society, United Way, Starbucks, and Hootsuite. Sarah was selected and mentored through the Women for Climate C40 Mentorship Program and is a founding member of a nonprofit organization called The Providers That Serve to Solve Loneliness, Isolation, and Apathy Through Fun and Play. Excited to have you, Sarah. I'm so stoked that you're on this podcast. Uh, can we just start from the beginning? Like, what is a B Corp? And like, how was it invented? And yeah, I just want to start from the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. Yeah, before it's kind of like it's a certification for businesses saying that they're sustain that you're sustainable, and it's run by a, a global network called B Lab. They're a, a non for profit, um, and the movement has been gaining ground all over the world uh, with one unifying goal. There are 
B Corp chapters in other places like New Zealand and Latin America and definitely in in the US and in Canada. But the movement is really changing the game and the face of, of businesses for, for better globally. Amazing. Cool. And then how did you get into B Corps? You know, I've been studying sustainability and working at the intersection of sustainability and business for the better part of 20 years. And I started to see a lot of greenwashers or folks pretending that they're sustainable when they're not and really saw a case for what B Corp is doing. It provides, um, because it's a rigorous certification, it provides um, it provides proof and allows companies to really get rewarded for measuring and monitoring their impact. And you can get, you need 80 points to pass, but you can get 80 points in a variety of different ways. And it allows companies who are doing good for the world to get rewarded and um, also helps helps us as the consumer differentiate between the greenwashers and those companies who are actually doing the work. Right. What does greenwashing look like? Yeah. What are some of the companies doing that? Like, like how do you look out for greenwashing? Yeah. Greenwashing is usually uh, embedded in vague statements like we're a green company or um, or we recycle or we, you know, um, take care of the planet and the people. I think it, it no longer works to make bold statements like that. What we're needing is to really understand, A, where is the company today? What is its baseline? So if we're talking about energy you know, what is the current carbon footprint for the company and what is the goal? So where do they want to be in a couple of years? And a lot of the companies who are seriously looking at this are taking into consideration the IPC, the most recent IPCC reports and looking at what they need to cut in terms of emissions. So they're really getting clear on what their numbers are today, where they want to go and putting policies and procedures in place to help them reduce that gap. And of course, Carbon is only one place to be looking. Um, and what I love about B Corp is it really spans uh, the gamut, you know, to, to looking at waste, to looking at water, you know, carbon for sure, but also looking at governance pr- procedures, you know, how are there um, social and environmental pr- policies and procedures in place within your workplace, within your handbook that, that really speak to the fact that you are a good business. So gone are the days of making vague claims and in are the days with numerical evidence per- backing up how it is that you're you're good or doing good for the world. Amazing. And so that's what you go in and do with Leverage Labs. You go into these companies and you like support them in those kind of categories and growing in, in those and like developing in those categories or yeah, describe to me like what what exactly that you do personally with these companies who are looking to be uh, B Corps? We take a really client-focused approach. So we look at the company. Who are they? What do they stand for? Who are the clients? What industry are they in? And we help them get, you need 80 points to pass. So we help them get 80 points according to who they are. And so you can earn points from a couple different categories. And um, we help companies lean into the the points that are already like we're looking at who they are as a company. We help them figure out, okay, where are you today? Where are 
um, where do you stand to gain the most points and um, and make recommendations for their company. So for example, you can get points in governance, workers, community, environment, and customers. And so we help companies figure out where in these um, five categories, it makes the most sense for them to get the most points and lean in. And B Corp also provides um, best practices. So we help companies develop position statements and and a lot of the policies and procedures where there where there aren't any. And so we help them figure out what their baseline is, where are they at today. We help them make recommendations within those five categories, and then we help them make those improvements. So we'll often be working with their teams, um, doing workshops to develop some of those goals. And we also help them calculate what their baseline scores are for carbon, water, and waste. And then and then we go back into the, the B Corp assessment and help them figure out how to get 80 points, essentially. Wow, that's amazing. And so you've worked all over the world doing this. Yeah, my clients... Um, Mostly are in Canada, U.S. and New Zealand. And yeah, I mean, I know of many B Corps in Mexico here, but I know that it's a movement that's gaining ground and picking up traction all over the world. Totally. The first time I heard of B Corps was like five or six years ago. My business partner at the time was like really into them. Um, She was like really, really into them. And we did a lot of research and uh, we were so too small at that point to like be a B Corp. Um, but it's something I've always thought of. And yeah, what are the sizes of companies that you work with? Yeah, and I have worked with or what, how How did, if one wanted to become a B Corp, like what's the process? Yeah, I mean, you need to, you need to have one year of positive income on the books to become a B Corp. Before that, there's something called pending B. And that's really cool for startups that really um, want to eventually become a B Corp because as you're building and growing, you can understand what some of these policies and procedures might be, and you can start start early, which makes a lot of sense. But um, I work with companies, a couple solopreneurs, but most most are in the 25 to 50 employee range. Yeah, with a couple outliers. I have a couple really cool clients who have fewer fewer employees, but are just taking off. So yeah. Hey, so you started Leverage Labs. I did. You did. What's how big's your team? Um, we vary depending on the number of clients, but um, around two to three folks yeah, on folks. board. Amazing. Yeah. Same. My my team is small, that same size, and I guess like small and mighty. Small and mighty. <laughs> it's a very powerful thing to do. Someone. It's like deep. You know, growing deep rather than growing wide. It can. It's it's powerful. Going deep rather than going wide. So. Yeah. How was that process for you? How did you know you wanted to like do B and B Corps? And like my business is, I help a lot of people start businesses and build brands. I have anywhere from like five to 10 clients at a time with the team, our team. And it's a process. So many different people have such a different experience with it. I said to a client the other day, it's like not about the website and brand. It's like about who you become in the process. Mm, I like that. And I'm just curious, like how you've seen yourself develop and grow through starting your own business or like, how was that experience for you or if you've had a business before? And so it was kind of easy or yeah, what was your personal process and development? And now like to work with like internationally is so it's huge. 
Um, so yeah, just curious about your process there and like how you've seen yourself grow. Thanks, Aliko, for the question. Yeah, this is a per- more personal note. You know, I've been iterating my business within, underneath of the umbrella of, of helping businesses within sustainability, what well, their sustainability plans. Or like I said, 20, almost 20 years, it's just kind of iterated how. Um, and B Corp has been a really great place to hang hang my hat, or at least a lot of my skills come come forward in the best practices that are happening through, through B Corp. But it's been a lot of iteration. I think also, you know, when you put yourself out there, you really have to be clear on what your values are. And I think the 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 equation of, of business is really cool because you put out an offering and um, if you get something back, there means there's value there. And so there's been a lot of pivoting for me because I think I was perhaps a bit before my time uh, in some scenarios. I'm working on another project within the circular economy for a long time. And I'm just not sure businesses are ready to have that conversation at this moment. And so, and some are in a theoretical way and some are in a practical way, but it's very, I've been having a lot more success with companies who want to get B Corp certified and already know that that's what they they want. And so as, as an individual, I would say like really learning the importance of things like tenacity perfection is the enemy of done iterating you know like the the more you iterate and get it out there for feedback and are humble to the process the the better the more eyeballs the more yeah feedback the the closer you'll often get to like to a full yes and then also just like really understanding boundaries like um i could work 24 7 but i understand through practice that it's really important for me to fill my cup up first in order to come to the work that I do with fullness and aliveness and for me to show up to helping companies to talk about and and measure their sustainability without covering mine as a as an active in in authenticity so it's really important for me to be authentic with who I am and how I show up and be in integrity and what that what it is that I'm delivering and also, you know, I think there's a lot to be learned and I've watched myself evolve in terms of communication and like learning how to pick battles, learning when to let things go, when to push harder on different angles. And I think you just get better at it with practice. And and I think like trusting that process and knowing that you'll get better over time um, if you stick with it um, has been helpful too. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an amazing journey to self-development, constantly iterating of um, what biz- businesses that I offer and um, and hearing feedback from the outside world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I've noticed that same thing in my business. Like if I'm not taking care of myself, like my business, it's like wild. Like the moment I started taking care of myself more, my business is better. It's wild. It's so correlated. It's like, um, I've been calling it like the business body, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And how did you get started in sustainability at the in the first place? Like why, you know, why do you do what you do? When I was 16, my my folks moved 
to a little town outside of where I'm at um, called called Lake Chapala. And when we arrived, like the Brady Bunch, it was uh, the lake was all dried up. And I just and we had moved from rural Nova Scotia to Mexico, and I couldn't believe both the poverty and the environmental degradation that I was seeing. And so I volunteered. I got involved with a local a lo- local nonprofit organization and watched as they rebuild and um, brought the lake back to life over time. They looked at the lake as a system and they collaborated amongst unlikely characters and brought folks together and started looking at the the problems of the lake. I could go on about on the details, but I, I do have another podcast where I've explained that process in much more detail. But seeing that um, revival, the lake that was once dead and and seeing, you know, how many of the challenges we have on on planet Earth are are similar and I got really inspired. And so I went and did um, a master's degree in science um, from an institution in Sweden called the Black Kinge Institute and studied with some of the best, learning about systemic boundaries and was able to do um, my thesis working with other organizations scaling for change. Um, And that really enabled me to see from a global perspective, like who's doing what and get really inspired in light of what's happening climate change and global warming. And and so that really put a spark, a bee in my bonnet and um, gave me the oomph to start to start doing my own my own thing. And there really hasn't been any turning back since then. It's just about finding the right piece and um, being the human I need to be in order to deliver deliver on my promise. That's beautiful. I guess from there, it's like, there's so much happening on the planet right now. You're in Mexico, which is my favorite country on the planet. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I've been all over uh, Mexico. My favorite places are like Bacalar and oh, yeah. Tepotlan. Um, but I've been to, I was in Guadalajara for like a day. Yeah, went to the big mall there. It was a little overwhelming after being in the mountains for forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's so much happening on the planet right now and like, yeah, I'm curious how, what are your feels around it? And like, and also like how B Corp sort of is supporting the evolution of where we're at. I mean, like, oh, apathy is boring and despair gets old after a while. So I, you know, I, I go to those lands frequently, I'm not going to lie. And, and then I just, I just don't find them inspiring. It doesn't, do anything for me in my cup at the end of the day. And I don't feel like it's helpful. So, well, you know, they're normal feelings to have and given the state of the world, it's easy to get there. Um, but I, I just, I often just give myself permission to sit in it for a little while. And then I move out I move out of it. There's also so much inspiring that's happening in the world. Um, you know, and the B Corp movement is, is, is one of them. The really cool thing about it is, companies across the globe are taking the time to, you know, find those 80 points, um, 80 plus points to really prove that they are sustainable. But not only that, there's a legal piece to B Corps that I'm not sure you know about, but it's basically changing the face of capitalism in the sense that currently companies are um, accountable to their um, state uh, shareholders at large, which means the people who hold shares in their companies, 
basically hold the power within the company. And so what B Corps are doing is they're um, in, they're mandating any any company that that is a B Corp um, also where there is legislation. So it's happening in provinces across Canada and states across the U.S. where that legislation exists. It's not all of them, but it's growing. And so, for example, uh, um, in B.C., British Columbia, we have the province has passed legislation so that if you are a B Corp, you also have to become a benefit company. Now, that means you have to change your legal your legal articles to state that you are accountable to all stakeholders, not just the shareholders. So this clause, this legal clause that companies are changing um, due to the adoption of this new um, benefit um, company legislation globally um, is required is basically allowing us to change the face of capitalism. Wow. In, in relationships to people who hold uh, stakes in companies. Yeah. I mean, have you ever uh, watched the film, the corporation? No, I have not. Let me write that down. It's an, it's an amazing documentary film and They've done a sequel now, but um, it shows the, that if a corporation were a human, it makes this, makes this comparison saying it's a, if, if the corporation was a human, it would be considered a psychopath because it doesn't have any empathy for what it destroys and does in its path. And so this this clause that benefit corps, benefit companies are are changing through the legal ease basically makes them become accountable to all stakeholders, not just shareholders, not right. just the people who stand to gain something right. from profit, like profit, but all stakeholders. So that could be the environment that could be um, the indigenous Consumers. tribes land they're yeah. dumping on, mm. for example. That's beautiful. That's amazing. It's super inspiring. That's re that rewires this rewiring capitalism completely. Yeah. Yeah. Systems change. Yeah, absolutely. Uh that's so beautiful to hear. And there's so many people on this front, you know, there's so many people, so many of us, um, just like who I, I sort of believe just like came down here to, to, to support the rewiring of our culture and our planet and our, yeah, our human nervous system. It's really, and, and there's a lot of us and I think, and I've seen more and more people kind of like, I've never seen it like this before. I, I track trends for Part of my job is just like to just know what's going on, what's on the up and up as someone who's building brands, as someone who's like in some of the marketing space. Um, and I've been, I, so I lot, I watch a lot of social media trends. Like what are people talking about? What's, you know, what's alive right now. And there's so much, there's just so much like whistleblowing and so much yeah. like of the government and all, all the things that people are just fed up with. It's pretty, it's pretty miraculous. Yeah, I mean, no longer yeah, exactly. No longer can you make claims. People are voting with their dollars. So, from a customer perspective, brands should be worried or thinking about um, winning over customer support. But, but also, you know, folks are voting with their jobs. So they're wanting to work for companies who um, share their values and are walking the talk. So not necessarily saying or doing something, but also like, where's the proof? Show us. That's where B Corps and um, companies who are really measuring and monitoring their impact are are winning the game right now because they're they're winning over um, customer loyalty mm -hmm. and they're also getting um, top talent from 
these younger folks who are voting with their jobs, but also these folks who are voting with their jobs are staying longer and and employee turnover is a big expense to companies. So um, companies who are who are doing that are are saving and making money in those respects. I love that. Yes, it's happening. I just like the universe has just been telling me to start a podcast forever. I have a pretty large network um, that spans internationally at this point, but also really forthright in the on the West Coast um, from Oakland to Portland to Seattle, uh, mostly. And it was great to like meet you and Mark um, and and Naomi. I went up to visit Naomi and she's doing like amazing hydroponic shit on her. I know. She, like I was like, yes. Yeah. So feeling like amazed, like that deep connection there. But I just have a pretty sweet network of, of folks that um, and uh, I'm only just interviewing like the best of the best and like just like people who are really making some deep change and to get your get get the word out there and let people know like this is happening these people are alive and exist and it's called for the people podcast and it's just like for the people like um essentially like this deeper unwinding of ca- capitalism just like you were talking about this like rewiring um of capitalism and honestly folk like my focus these days is how to re-indigenize business and mm. and a lot of what you were saying around like business boundaries and like um getting good with communication and pushing for some things, but like, it's a lot of it is just like, how do we, what I've been playing with is like, how do we, capitalism completely opposes the speed of life, Mm. like of harmony of the universe, right? Capitalism completely opposes any of that, um, opposes the flow. And so uh, is is there, does, can we couple business with, uh, with harmony, can we can business work with the flow of life? And I've really found that it can, and it's but it opposes capitalism. And that's what makes people uncomfortable. Like it's it's a lot slower of a process, like building a business or building a brand. I've lost clients because they've needed what I usually take three to four months to do in six weeks, because they just like everybody needs it now. But it's such like your projects and your businesses talk to you. And they have yeah. a life of its own. And if we can take the time and like separate ourselves from it and listen to it, listen to our projects and businesses, they they tell us what they need and what they want. And so, and it's a slow process. Like my rebrand is it's on month 10 and the website's getting built. But like the rebrands, what I thought would take me like three to four months is I'm on month 10. Um, but it's made room for so much energy and value to be infused into the new into the rebrand um yeah and it's been this like it's like cooking it's like in the gestation it's in the womb and when the launch and when the birth is happening it's like oh it's like a it's such a blissful moment that's cultivated over a long period of time so how Mm -hmm. do i inspire my clients to do that that's what i've been really thinking about um and um yeah it's all it's all connected i love that yeah inspire to take a breath you know like i'm inspired by that it really does require filling your own your own cup up first so it's nice to hear totally and like one of the our values just like make room for life for life how does you know how do we make room for life how do we add joy um to our tasks uh one of the Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast around positive psychology and she was like it's like five questions that uh resilient leaders ask themselves and 
one of the first question was like, how do I add joy to this task? Mm. And how do I, yeah, add joy to, to my life and business? So how do we, yeah, how do we heal the world and like exist in capitalism and make it fun, make an enjoyable process? Yeah. If anybody would be interested in working with you, like where could they find you or like, is it easy to become a B, B Corp just like on your on your own? Um, and what's yeah, what's the kind of next steps? Yeah, I mean, uh, folks are welcome to reach out for an exploratory call. I um, can be found at Sarah at the leverage lab.com. Maybe Aliko can drop that in yeah, to the text for folks. But uh, yeah, and uh, it just it can be an exploratory call. You can ask questions. I'll answer them. No commitments required. The B Corp BIA itself is meant to be filled out on its own. Um, however, I will tell you that my clients over and over tell me, I don't know how I would have done this without you. You know, I have to keep keep the lid on my business and that's what I'm focusing on. And we help project manage. We help crunch a lot of the numbers for you. Like they want to know what your carbon intensity is, for example. I have a, a back-end calculator that can help do that and expedite the process. So yeah, my services cost money for clients, but save you tons and tons of time internally. Totally. So um, some folks just want to want to be helped out and work with a consultant to get through. And then the B Corp certification process itself, um, or the certification itself, once you pass, does cost money. And that is a sliding scale depending on your income per year. But yeah, I encourage anybody who's even like this much interested or if anything else I said sparked interest, they wanted to get in touch, I would encourage them to reach out via my email and I'd be happy to set something up. Cool. Any last things people should know about B Corps? Like uh, what are you seeing in the trends, like in the market trends, like more and more businesses doing it? And what are people kind of coming up against that uh, that don't, that aren't wanting to like evolve yeah i would say there's still a lot of businesses and um in the marketplace trying to say that they're green but they're or they're sustainable but they aren't necessarily tracking and measuring it it kind of builds on what i had said earlier and so i think for consumers you know keep voting with your dollars keep asking questions you know because of social media we now have outlets to speak to brands and ask them what their policy is and what they're doing around diversity, equity, inclusion, around calculating their carbon, around, you know, and don't be afraid to ask and be in conversation because those those voice, voices count. People are, there are real people on the other end of those, those asks that are, you know, asking their higher ups. And the more folks hear that, the more pressure and the more budgets get built for things like B Corp and for you know other certifications that make sense so know that your vote counts cast it in in the dollar that you pay when you when you go and buy things cast it in the jobs that you choose to to take cast it in in the social media posts that you choose to both share and ask questions on and um and just know that it does go it does go a long way amazing thank you so much sarah thank you Liko. One thing I love about Sarah is that she like plays in both worlds like me. She 
is like a highly professional human and can function in deep business world and she's also just an absolute festival junkie and burner and like so fun and I you know like was just with her at Imagine Festival and she was wearing like tight you know jumpsuit I love the expression of the full expression of what you can be and how we can give our gifts to the world by not and like show up in places where we are respected and our information and our values needed while also like not giving up who we are at the core which are extremely fun epic spiritual and like amazing people that's something i really look up to about sarah uh, you can find her stuff at theleveragelab.com or following her on Instagram at theleveragelab. Check her out, what it's like to be a B Corp. Shop from B Corps. We are going towards a world where business can be regenerative for culture, for the planet, and for people. And let's do what we can to be part of that movement.